you are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 Hello, Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder, Baseball Essential. Uh, Vince Samperio of Chavez Ruin Fiends is not with me at the moment, but he will be along for the second half of this episode. We are doing a split episode. Vince is in Oakland for the Raiders home opener. Uh, he's one of those guys who also likes football, and he likes the Raiders, and so he is there for Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, as we're recording this, and so our schedules just didn't mesh up since I'm already an hour later than him, and he's going to be out late, and, you know, uh, so we're going to do a split episode. So I'm going to talk the first half about the Dodgers' uh, inevitable clinching. Uh, their magic number is down to one now as we head into Tuesday. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about that and uh, my thoughts about clinching in general and celebrations and that sort of thing. And then in the second half, Vince will do the obscure former Dodger of the day, and then he will answer some of your mailbag questions that we got through Twitter. So that's the plan for today. First, I want to remind you to please subscribe to this show, Locked on Dodgers, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you could subscribe on iTunes, even if you don't use iTunes to listen to podcasts or whatever it's called, I, I guess on the phone, it's just called the podcast app. If you're on the iPhone, um, but if you're on the computer, it's through iTunes. I don't even know anymore. Uh, but subscribe through Apple, whatever that product is, because that helps other people find us. Uh, and then when you get in your car every morning, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Dodgers. So like I mentioned, the Dodgers magic number is one. The, the Diamondbacks lost to the Mets on Monday. And so the magic number is down to one. The Dodgers play the Orioles at 4.05 California time uh, on Tuesday. And then... The D-backs play the Mets again at 4.10 California time. So they start five minutes after the Dodgers. Uh, so if the Dodgers win, they clinch the division. If the, if the Diamondbacks lose, the Dodgers clinch the division. Uh, so really, it, it could come down to a race. Like in 2016, uh, when the Dodgers went to extra innings, and were they in the extras or was it just the bottom of the ninth? I can't remember. Uh, when Charlie Culberson hit the walk-off home run, and it was like 10 minutes later that whoever's in second place, I don't remember if it was the Giants or the Padres, um, but whoever it was lost to, to so the Dodgers would have clinched anyway, but it was nice that Culberson at the walk-off, so they clinched on their own victory. And obviously that's what we're hoping for, that the Dodgers can clinch by winning a game, and whether that means their game ends before the D-backs game, or you know, even if the D-backs beat the Mets, as long as Walker Bueller can beat Ty Block, which uh, really ought to be able to happen. Uh, Ty Block has looked good against the Dodgers in the past, but not this year. He only faced them once, and he gave up seven runs in three and a third innings. So hopefully we see that version of Ty Block and not the kind that makes the Dodgers think he's Randy Johnson or something. Uh, but, you know, either way, whether the Dodgers clinch because they win or if the Diamondbacks lose before the Dodger game is over and they clinch, uh, the bottom line is the Dodgers are going to be popping the bubbly soon. And I've seen some talk on Twitter and other places that the Dodgers should not have 
much of a celebration for clinching the division. And I've actually seen this the last few years. Uh, but now especially, with the Dodgers having lost the World Series two years in a row, the division is almost just its just a step along the road, uh, almost a technicality at this point. Everybody going into the season, the Dodgers were expected to win the division. And winning the division, in a way, is not an accomplishment. And so the argument is there's no reason to celebrate it because it's not the end goal. Uh, you've all heard my my rant and my diatribe about how important it is to enjoy the six months of the regular season and the fun baseball that the team gives us. So it probably won't surprise you to know that I do not agree with that uh, opinion. I think when you clinch your division, you celebrate. I think even if you clinch a wild card spot, you celebrate. The bottom line is uh, at the end of the season, at the end of this month, 20 teams will be done playing baseball. There will be 10 teams that are still playing. Uh, two of those teams will only be playing for one more game in a wild card game. Uh, and then there will be eight. And then eventually there will be four. And then there will be two. And then there will be one. And obviously we all hope that the Dodgers are that one at the end, standing there holding up the trophy. And that celebration will be awesome. Uh, but that doesn't mean that you don't celebrate the little steps along the way. You know, if you hit a walk-off home run, you celebrate. Even a regular victory. You know, the Dodgers, they come out and shake hands after every game. Randy Newman sings, sings I Love L.A. The outfielders do their rituals. It's, you know, it's a fun time when you win. And when you win the division, I don't think it's something that should be taken for granted. Because the fact is, eventually, somebody other than the Dodgers is going to win the National League West. It almost happened last year. Uh, you know, and so it's going to happen sometime. And for me personally, I am really, really enjoying the fact that all seven years that I've been a season ticket holder, the Dodgers have won the National League West. They have given us so much good baseball, and I think that's worth celebrating. And so I, I think the celebration, it will be it will be subdued because, you know, uh, a lot of the guys on the team have been there, done that. But there's also guys who haven't done Matt Beatty has never won the National League West. Uh, who else? Will Smith has never won the National League West. There's a lot of guys. Dodgers have gotten contributions from a lot of young guys who have never won the National League West. Adam Kalarik has never won the National League West. Uh, Jed Jerko has, right? Yeah, he's never won the National League West. I don't think the Padres ever won it when he was on their team. I have no idea how old Jed Jerko is. I think he's like 49 years old or something. Uh, but anyway, my point is, uh, just because Clayton Kershaw has won the National League West a zillion times doesn't mean that it's not special. Um, and, and so I'm excited to watch them celebrate. I, I'm going to find the feed to watch the locker room celebration. It's fun. It'll be different. I'm, I'm interested to see how different the celebration is without Yasiel Puig because, you know, he's kind of crazy and he tries to murder Bill Plaschke. Uh, and so, you know, who knows what the celebration will be like. There won't be a shirtless Tim LaCastro, but I bet there will be other shirtless people. Um, but, you know, that's not what I'm there for. But my point is every step along the way should be celebrated. If you can only celebrate winning a World Series, then 29 teams are going to be sad all the time. And I think every little victory is worth celebrating along the way. And so when the Dodgers clinch the National League West, hopefully today uh, with a victory over the Orioles, you know, and hopefully it'll be one of those things where the Dodgers just knock Ty Block out of the game early. They're up eight to nothing after the third inning. And it's, you know, so then we as fans can have, 
you know, six or seven or eight innings to look forward to it and knowing, all right, they've clinched. And then that way, even if the D-backs lose before the Dodger game's over, we can still, you know, focus on our, our celebration. But however it happens, whenever it happens, uh, I think it's awesome that the Dodgers are going to celebrate their seventh straight division title. And I hope to get, uh, what, three more celebrations uh, this season after they win the NLDS and after they win the NLCS and after they win the World Series. Uh, but that's for another day. And the thing that happens today, hopefully, is the National League West title. And I'm going to celebrate. Uh, not the way they are, though. So that's about all I have for today. Like I said, Vince will be along to answer some of your mailbag questions. Uh, but first, I want to remind you again about Postmates. If you're craving something, Postmates will bring it to you. That's the bottom line. Uh, they're the biggest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery, and convenience stores, and traditional re retailers that you could possibly want or need. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. And Vince will be along in a minute. All right, let's take a quick break. For the next minute or two, we're going to talk about SEX. So if you have any KIDS in the CAR, go ahead and plug their EARS for a minute, okay? Hope I spelled all those words right, and I hope you could tell what they meant. Uh, have you ever gone to the barber and wondered why there's a bunch of gray hairs on the ground when they're done cutting your hair? Or have you ever played catch with your son and then you feel like a truck hit you for the next couple days? Or maybe when it comes to the sexy times, are you maybe just maybe a little less always ready to go than you were when you were younger? Don't answer those questions out loud and please do not tweet your answers at us. It's none of our business. In fact, to quote Michael Jackson from back when we were allowed to acknowledge his existence, ain't nobody's business but mine and my baby. That's where bluechew.com comes in. If you want to increase your performance and get some extra confidence in bed, check out Blue Chew. That's blue as in I bleed Dodger blue and chew as in Madison Bumgarner likes to chew out opponents who pimp homers or flip bats or look at him because he's a crybaby and a stunted immaturity, whatever he is. Ugh. Anyway, Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know, they work, but the best part is. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants a boost in the bedroom, either in quality, quantity, or both. I mean, I obviously don't have any problems in that department. I don't mean to brag, but I do have three whole kids. But I have to admit, even I am a little bit intrigued. So anyway, right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Dodgers. Yo, guys, thanks to Jeff for doing the first half of the show. I know it's not always fun when we're doing split episodes, but, uh, you know, I had to take 
a little break and watch some football. So I will be taking some questions from listeners. And before I get to that, uh, we always start our show with the obscure former Dodger. And my pick today, he was a Dodger in 2006. For He played in 27 games. But he's pretty well known in terms of overall baseball. And that's Sandy Alomar. Sandy Alomar was a catcher who came up with the Padres. Uh, but most well known for his time with the Indians. Where he was rookie of the year. And a six time all-star. And then he also played with the White Sox. And Mets and Rockies and Rangers. Um, I don't have any standout memories from his time as a Dodger. But I've always been partial to catchers. And he's the brother of Roberto Alomar Jr. So he was the pick for today's episode when I searched 2006 Dodgers. So, yep, there's your guy. Alright, moving on. Taking some questions from listeners. Um, I know we just had a off the episode so there wasn't too many um questions first question i'm going to take is from kevin rogers at marino 13882 he asks are we good anymore and i'm assuming by we he means the dodgers and yes the dodgers still good you know you it's hard to sustain a torrid pace like they were the whole year it's a little bit of a downtime um, but we've seen them do this we saw them lose 16 of 17 two years ago and then completely steamroll through the first two rounds of the playoffs. So shouldn't be too worried about that. Um, next question is from Isabel G1945, who asks, what do you think should be a permanent World Series lineup? Uh, in terms of the actual lineup construction, I'm not sure, but it's going to be more than likely, you know, we're going to assume Lux is fine, and they put him as a, as a starter for at least against a right-hander. So we're going to go Muncie at first, Lux at second, Seager at short, Turner at third, Jock Belly and Pollock in the outfield, and Will Smith catching. Against a left-hander, Jock will sit. Um, they'll get Taylor or Kike out there, and well, maybe both if they sit Lux against lefties as well. Uh, but for the most part, you know, Belly Turner, Seeger, Will Smith, uh, Pollock are pretty much locks to start. And Muncie are pretty much locks to start. Um, oh, and David Freeze might start against lefties as well. So we'll see how they handle that. Uh, another question from Isabel is, do you think Belly still has a shot for MVP? He definitely does. Uh, you know, the Yelich and the Brewers possibly not making the playoffs will help. Belly's defense is still far and above the best among the MVP candidates. Uh, and his numbers are still comparable to all those guys, even though he struggled a little bit in the last few months. Uh, his struggles compared to other people's struggles is, aren't really the same since he started so hot. It would have been damn near impossible to sustain that pace. But, yeah, I mean, he's still... He can definitely help himself a little more these last 20 or so games, but uh, he's still definitely a front runner for MVP. All right. Uh, we got another one from Ernie at Ernie underscore V1855. He asked, should the Dodgers be worried about the Braves quietly closing in on their record for home field advantage? Uh, should they be worried that the Braves might catch them? 
I guess so, yeah. I mean, they'd be, they should be worried about that. They're not that far back. Should they be worried about it, you know, worsening their chances in October? I don't really think so. Obviously, the Dodgers have played very well at home this year. Uh, but they've also played fairly decent on the road. And, you know, the Braves aren't don't gain too much from any home field advantage. Uh, so I don't see it being too big an issue. But I do think the Dodgers will hold them off, though. They'll play at least, you know, 550 ball the rest of the way. I would imagine they got the Orioles coming up, so that should be a nice, easy series. The Mets are playing well, but they're still not as good as the Dodgers. So, uh, And then they'll have some NOS opponents, so they should be able to, to do what they need to do in order to hold off the Braves and keep home field advantage. Um, next question from Kevin at Blue Goon 82 he says, Lux isn't showing enough so far to be on the playoff roster. Verdugo's hurt and isn't progressing. I like Beatty, but is he really going to be our playoff first baseman? Uh, no, he would not be the playoff first baseman. I don't think so. Maybe against a right-hander, they might give him a start. I would imagine if Muncy comes back healthy, he'll be at first, and they would prefer to have Taylor or Kike at second base, even if it is against a right-hander, um, just because... You know, Muncy has played very well at second base this year, but Taylor and Kike are still far superior defensively, and you take what you can get f- with them from the bat, considering that everyone else in the lineup uh, should be pretty good. So I don't know if Beatty's done enough or shown enough to be, you know, a, a starting first baseman. And I I like him coming up in later situations, kind of like a David Freeze type, uh, because he's shown that, you know, he has a nice calmness at the plate in big situations. So I don't know if about playoff first baseman, but he'll definitely be on the roster uh, for sure if Verdugo's not healthy and if Lux doesn't show too much more. So, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for your questions. That'll do it for this episode. Uh, we should be back together again tomorrow, Jeff and I. So should be a, a regular episode tomorrow. The Dodgers take on the Orioles with the magic number of one. So we could be talking about clinching and how they clinched and how they've won seven straight NOS titles. So thank you for listening to Locked On Dodgers. Remember, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Himalaya, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. And if you use something other than Apple, but you have it on your phone, we would appreciate you subscribing there just to help, you know, boost our numbers and get our podcast shown in in a lot of different areas to help us gain uh, new listeners. If you like the show, then please show us. You can subscribe, as I said, download, listen every day, tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody you know that's a Dodger fan about this daily podcast that they can listen to. And of course, as always, make sure to rate and review us if you haven't done so already. We always appreciate it. And like I said, it's just it helps us and it helps you because, uh, you know, I know we... It helps us and helps you because we'll be happy that you guys are so appreciative of the show. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Dodgers. You can follow Jeff at Snyder. You can follow me at Vince Amperio. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 323-863-LOCK. That's 323-863-LOCK. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked on Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. D. I say D-O. 
D-O-D-G-E-R-S The team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs They're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles Our Los Angeles Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye!